Hi, thank you for listening to episode 30 of Longshot Club. Boop, boop. I can't believe we've done that many episodes. Mm-hmm. You can never believe we've done so many episodes. I can't believe that anybody might be listening to this many episodes. Yeah, we've, we've got, uh, last I checked, uh, nine people, other than a recent episode from you actually really surprised me. It's just not gotten that many downloads yet. Oh. Yeah, I'm waiting for it to pick up. But Which one's that? Uh, uh, let me double check here. Which one was that? Was it uh, Grave of the Fireflies? Uh, oh, that's fucking dead in the water. Nobody wants to Nobody. But no, surprisingly, Legally Blonde hasn't gotten very many downloads yet. Oh, well. Yeah. Hmm. I, I'm waiting. I'm, I'm sure that it's going to pick up speed, but I just haven't seen it yet, which hmm. is really weird. That is weird. That's a great movie. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like all all these other movies, the only one that has the same score right now, I say score as if it's a fucking <laughs> point system, the only one that's currently at the same number of downloads is Grave of the Fireflies. Hmm. Oh, I see. But even then, Grave of the Fireflies, it fucking makes sense. Yeah, yeah nobody wants to be that sad. <laughs> so anyway, I that's didn't. not what we're here to talk about. No, yeah. actually, what we're here to talk about is our next movie that we're going to watch, which is Hunchback of Notre Dame. I have not seen that movie since I was a kid, yeah. so I'm excited to watch it again. It, it scared the crap out of me. My hint was, you know, Festival for the Rest of Us. They talk talk about the Festival of Fools. Who's more foolish than us? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm cautiously excited to watch it, but I'm also, part of me is like, I think I just like torturing myself because this movie scared <laughs> the crap out of me as a kid. Oh my God, it terrified me. I'm actually really excited to revisit it because... As a kid, I hated this movie. I thought it was fucking boring, overlong, and stupid. Okay. So I'm I'm really excited to see it again as an adult with new eyes that might be able to appreciate it on more cultured terms. Yeah, I don't think I don't think you're gonna necessarily enjoy it and be like, oh, this is now one of my new favorite, you know, Disney things that I totally forgot about. Because oh, you don't necessarily know. I very well might. I, I it's entirely possible. I don't know that that will happen. I because I can also understand why someone would say this is too long and it's not as interesting and all that type of stuff. But I was a very small child with ADHD. <laughs> I think my I think my brain just picked up on some innuendos that maybe I wasn't supposed to get as a child, mm. and it oh, was yeah. I just read it as super dangerous and threatening, and it scared the crap out of me. So yeah. we'll see how I do this round. Honestly, no, you picked up on things that you were very much meant to pick up on. It's by design in the film. Uh, that much I remember and know, because I've seen a lot of really interesting reviews and discussions about this movie. But I was pretty young when I first saw Hunchback. Do you know how young? No, I don't. I, just, I remember, I, oh God, no. I wasn't even in school, I don't think. When did it... Uh, it My was, memory is it trash. Was, it was actually pretty late in the quote-unquote Disney About 98, I think, maybe? Um, Maybe I was in school. I just wasn't 96, you were pretty oh. close. No. Yeah, we would have been about five. Yeah, so I that's probably right. I, and I might have actually just started school. Because I started school technically with my birthday. I, I started it early, which is why I was held back a grade. Because I was I was technically younger than everybody else when you I You were technically started. younger? You were actually younger? I was younger. Sorry. <laughs> but I was like, my birthday, I guess, was a weird cutoff point for the school system. Yeah. So I was always the youngest one in the class. And uh-huh. so my parents just for growth held me back. I was doing fine in all my classes. Uh-huh. I wasn't failing anything, but they were just like, nah. Yeah. Developmentally. Yeah. My uh, my sister's first boyfriend, um, uh, his mom um, 
didn't want him to go to school yet, basically. Yeah. So she kind of held him back. So he was in the grade below my sister, but only an, a month younger than her. Okay. So, yeah. yeah, sometimes folks just do that. Well, I'm excited to see how this all plays out. Yeah, I'm... Holy shit, I forgot what a really bizarre cast this is. Yes, it is. Fucking Tony J, Demi Moore, and Calvin Klein. Oh, wow. Yep. I'm sorry, Kevin Klein. Ah. I said Calvin. Yeah, I was... Calvin Klein is... Still. <laughs> no. It would still he, be impressive. He provided the underwear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the undergarments for the animated they, they characters. They seem a little bit anachronistic, but you know what? The, you gotta take the money where you can get it. <laughs> <laughs> On that happy note, let's see if we can get through this movie. recording okay so we watched it we did the thing yay mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm such a great host i love when it's my turn to do it <laughs> off to just a winning start yeah we're winning tonight anyway um, um so do we want to have that conversation before or after we I do think the summary we should, i think we should have the conversation well no let me fail at the summary i'll fail at the timer (laughs) summary i only get 90 seconds so it'll be short and then we'll do the talk okay three minutes for the talk as well after that i figure probably Uh, satisfactory i I don't think we should time the talk i think we should just have the talk i agree okay fair enough okie dokie three two one begin Okay, so we watched Hunchback of Notre Dame. There is a gentleman named Quasimodo. He is basically considered really ugly and deformed and was almost killed because his mom was a gypsy and the judge thinks they're heathens and demons and all that type of stuff, but his mom claims sanctuary. So now he's taking care of him in an awful way by hiding him in the bell tower. Um, And when he's about 20-ish... He joins the Festival of Fools and realizes that some people aren't all bad, and that contradicts everything that he's ever learned and causes a huge problem uh, when he winds up helping out another gypsy lady named Esmeralda. Paris burns because the judge seems to have never had a crush on a woman before and then have her say no. Um, But everything winds up working out. He dies in a fire. That's about it. He has real friends now? I don't know. (laughs) Uh, you had 38 seconds left. Oh, um, okay. And technically speaking, you summarized it, technically. I'll count that. Okay. I'm always so terrible at this. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a generalized summary. I feel like a lot of people have probably heard of if they have not seen this movie. Yeah, I'd be inclined to agree. Okay. Yeah. So, did the summary. So that part's good. And I didn't lose, technically. Yeah. Uh... I love that you consider it winning and losing. Yeah. Well, it's on a timer, and I was raised by a family of athletes, and usually the goal <laughs> is to beat the timer. So, you know, Fair. competitive spirit comes out, rawr. Um, right. But I guess now we're going to have that same similar conversation to when we watched the ref in addressing Kevin Spacey being in it. There is a word that, unfortunately, I've already used a couple of times because I totally forgot about it already. <laughs> yep. um, but there's a word that's used in it repeatedly, couple of words but main one that we're focusing on is the word gypsy yep yeah so these days it's kind of uh not a word you're supposed to use to right. refer to traveler folk right um so we're kind of torn on whether or not we should use it in the context of the movie because the movie does use that word yeah um, quite a if bit we should call them roma or romani um so what are your thoughts 
Um, I want to be respectful, yeah. first of all. Um, and I also don't want to try and act like, not that we would do that intentionally, but we're not trying to like cover up the fact that the word is used because it's yeah. used a lot. And anybody that yeah. just Googles the movie or YouTubes the movie will be able to see that and hear that very quickly. Yeah, the, the Wikipedia page never tries to use the other terms. Uh, the film itself never tries to use the other terms. The closest that we get is Esmeralda referring to them as her people. Yeah. So... I'm totally fine. I think just for the sake of, I don't want to say PC-ness, but I think it's, I personally am leaning towards Roma. Roma. Just because I think I will mispronounce the other one quite frequently. Romani. And, yes, and also potentially piss people off. Okay. All five of them. So um, so I, I know that Roma I will probably get right more than I get wrong. That's mm-hmm. just me. That's just my vote. Personally. I mean, I have no problem with that. Uh, if I fuck it up, it's because I've been listening to the wrong term for an hour and a half. We can always bleep it, I guess, worst, <laughs> worst case. Speak for yourself. I'm the editor, and I get very impatient trying to hunt down the sensor sound because it lasts for a fraction of a second. Well, yeah, but that's why you're the editor. Oh, sure. Throwing throwing it all the, on me, naturally. Okay. <laughs> to be fair, Bran edits the other one, so. This is true. And I'm no um, good at editing, so. But Bran also doesn't have to bleep things in that. Or do you? Do you ever have to bleep me? There may be times where Bran has wanted to bleep you. <laughs> um, <I laughs> the entirety of an, an episode example. or two. Um, maybe where we've uh, used each other's real names. Uh, um, I've done that a few times. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. So Oops, according to the Wikipedia, some people... Do not prefer the word Roma. I feel like it's kind of one of those, like... Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah. Or, or like, how, like, you know, it's like, oh, you're not supposed to say Eskimo anymore. You're supposed to say Inuit, but not all, not all, um, like, northern indigenous people are Inuit either. It's... Okay. It's, it's like, another broad general generalization. But I think, based on the location... Um, in the movie, I think we can use the word Roma safely. Okay. If that makes sense. I was going to say, I feel like as long as we don't like refer to them via stereotypes. Yeah. Yes. Like fortune telling goat humpers. I think we'll be fine as long as we don't say sentences like that. Uh, yes. Unfortunately, you just did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. no. Well, the important thing to note is that we are not purposely trying to offend anyone, obviously, but we're kind of caught between a rock and a hard place because unfortunately some of these words are really like ingrained in our brains and they came from places that we didn't understand what the intention was behind them so we're gonna try and do the best that we can and if you have input please uh provide yes Yes. we we would absolutely love to hear from you and find out sort of where our audience stands on this specifically if nothing else for intrinsic interaction inputs and it's always nice stuff and it's always nice to know that people are listening yes i mean i can see them listening i see you when you're sleeping Oh, jeez. He's Santa Claus. I'm like Santa Claus, but creepy. So Krampus. <laughs> uh, no, Krampus is another kind of fucked up beast. You'll find out about that later because you actually chose that for next year. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, this year. Later this year. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, um, so now that we've done that, I think the, so the overall we're good with Roma. Everybody's okay mm-hmm. with Roma? Sure. Cool. So moving on, general thoughts before we get into the specific favorite things. I... Had not seen it since I was a child, and goddamn, I did not remember how dark it was. <laughs> yeah, uh, like, and I'll, I'll go ahead and jump in real quick. Um, I, I, yeah, I've got a lot of thoughts before we ever go anywhere near favorite things. So, <laughs> anyway, go ahead. But yeah, uh, yeah, like 
uh, I either didn't understand it at the time or forgot about how creepy and rapey yeah. Frollo is. Yeah, there's a reason I was, like, super scared of this movie yeah. as a child. Yeah. I... It must not have been a favorite or something as a child, because it's not ingrained in my brain quite as much as some of the other kids right. movies are. Right, yeah, yeah no. Not, yeah, I, if, I think... If I watched it a lot, it was when I was too young for it to really ingrain in my brain, because like, yeah. movies like uh, Road to El Dorado or um, uh, Prince of Egypt is another one I remember really well. Prince of Egypt, um, for Emperor's me... Emperor's New Groove. Uh, Emperor's New Groove, uh, Robin Hood. It's a ton of fun for mm, yeah, me. Yeah, um, And 101 Dalmatians. It's one of the few that I actually don't own. Mm. Well, you I know, that one we have well, we have streaming, so I need to watch it. I know I have access to it now, uh-huh. but like that was one always one of my favorites, and I would always check it out from Blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Rest mm-hmm. in peace. Um, <laughs> uh, and I would always have that one checked out along with George of the Jungle and Dudley Do Right because we didn't own 101 mm. Dalmatians. So, I think for me the biggest thing I, i've never really liked this movie this is one of a very small handful of disney films where i am not just eh about it i actively can say i do not like it okay um that's fair and that's still accurate upon rewatch oh yes okay. infinitely multiplied i mean okay. there are plenty of problems with this oh, movie. Yes. my my so. when i was a kid my biggest thing about it was i just found it uninteresting mm-hmm. and i thought okay once I'm an adult, maybe I'll be able to appreciate this more. But the problem is, as a child, I was already watching extremely complex, emotionally driven, thoughtful films made for adults. Mm-hmm. So child me was mistaken. I was already assessing films on a pr- pretty high level as a kid. So as an adult, I come back, revisit this, and I'm like, I'm sensing the exact same tonal issues. It can't decide if it wants to be a very mature, thoughtful story or a just a goofy-ass episode of Seinfeld. Right, yeah. Not even for kids. I mean, nothing really about this was at any time for kids. Yeah, no, I would say that's correct. I don't specifically... I just know that a lot of people hear Disney and attribute it to kids. Oh, or, yeah. um, At least, you know, certainly back when I was a child, it was like Disney all the time because mm-hmm. Disney is for kids, quote-unquote. But um, I think, again, apart from being absolutely terrified of this guy, <laughs> um, uh, I think also it... It just wasn't, I don't think it held my interest very much either as Mm -hmm. a kid, but probably one, because the bad guy creeped me out. But, you know, I think there aren't as many things to appeal for the time that I watched it as a child. I think it's more of like the older kids, like older toddler, for lack of a better phrase. Like I was really young when I saw this movie. uh, I can't even remember what age it was that I saw this movie and got freaked out by the guy. I mean, it came out in 96. So So the earliest you could, the earliest you could have been would have been five. Yeah, that's true too. But yeah, probably I was probably right around that age when I first saw it. So, and I just think maybe if I were a little older, it would have stood a better chance, but I don't think, and I had the same reaction with Gaston too, but I like beauty and the beast. Mm -hmm. So yeah, um, when we were watching it, uh, they show the um, uh, uh, rating, um, yeah. and it's rated G, which is no. interesting. I, 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 I How did they get away with that? <laughs> yeah, and it was and like the only like note was uh, depiction of tobacco use, and, it, and I was no. like nothing for like. 
in insinuating rape. Yeah. <laughs> like, or, I think the or, one thing or being cast into the fire of hell, like religious tones. I think the nothing. one thing that kind of worked for this movie is that, in fairness, the language was like fucking late high school, early college level language in yeah. a lot of cases. Yeah. yeah. Like there were there were words in there that I'm I can't even remember them now because I've only ever seen them one other time yeah. in like novels. Mm. So yeah, it started with a C and it was calumny. Some, that's the one. Yeah, that one stood out to me also because I have no idea what it means. Right. Yeah. I, Shall we Google it? Sure. Why to the, hell the Google not? machine? Yeah. It's this this film's vocabulary is bonkers. Yeah, it's probably Victor Hugo's fault. <laughs> probably. Uh, the making of false and defamatory statements about someone in order to damage their reputation. Could have just said slander. Yeah. yeah. But, you know. Gotta, or character assassination. Ooh. Gotta gotta work with some very posh, posh people. They gotta use posh, posh words. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, the fact that this film managed to get made is baffling in my mind. It had some things that I remember were going for it. As a kid, I think this was one of the first times I saw a movie that depicted somebody with a physical deformity mm -hmm. that oh, I yeah. can recall, where it was where the general message that I got when all was said and done after I was done crying in the corner <laughs> was like, you know, even people that look different from you or m might just flat out be different from you, like deserve respect mm -hmm. and you should treat them with kindness. And people that you might think are your friends can actually be horrible people, which yeah. I don't necessarily think is a bad lesson to get as a child. Yeah. So. I think it's actually worth mentioning that almost an identical message appears in the movie The Page Master two years earlier. I've never seen, I've not seen The Page Master. You've seen it once with me. Oh, okay. So I, yep. <laughs> I did not watch The Page Master as a child. So yeah, Hunchback would have been my first one, probably. Yeah. Uh, so for anyone who hasn't seen Page Master... Oh, okay, cool. Um, you'll probably never end up seeing it. If you do, I don't think you'll be terribly impressed. It's interesting, though. Uh, oh, that's right. That's Macaulay Culkin. Back. Yeah, Macaulay Culkin plays this kid that is absolutely terrified of everything. And he's caught in a really bad rainstorm when he's supposed to go to a hardware store for his dad and ends up fleeing into a library. Yeah. He is not a reader. He doesn't really care about reading. He cares about, you know, safety-proofing his bedroom. Yeah. Uh, so he slips, busts his head, and ends up animated and meets these three books adventure fantasy and horror yeah. that are trying to lead him out of the library to the exit yeah but in order to get there he has to travel through these uh sections of the library that are dangerous yeah they bring the stories to life the first section he ends up in is actually horror and you end up in dr jekyll's castle estate yeah and the way that they presented it was Stunning, frankly. It's one of my favorite bits of animation ever put to film. It's it's beautiful and bizarre and surreal. And then the rest of the movie follows. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's fantastic movie. Utterly surreal, but it, it tackles the exact same messages while then also talking about, hey, you have to kind of... Face your fears. Face your fears. Stick your paranoia in the corner. Sort of brave yeah. yourself. Gird your loins and... Fucking live with some gusto. Yeah. I mean, um, in fairness, there are plenty of movies that have that message, even if that's not... And it has that message, and it may not be the main message they're trying to send to people. But there are plenty of movies that have it. I just remember this being the first one in, like... In a movie that most people would attribute to a child's movie. 
just because it's animated and I know that's not a fair thing to say but a lot of people still have that mindset where when it's animated it must be for kids Mm -hmm. um so that's the first one where I remember seeing like an actual a character that is portrayed to have a physical um deformity but is not like a villain Mm -hmm. or an evil henchman or something like that. Usually, most of the time when I would see those, you know, you got like Igor and stuff like that. Yeah. Like he's yeah. he's it's more like the evil henchman or anybody that has a weird deformity is evil. And this was probably one of the first six fingered man in there. You uh, go. Yes, uh, Princess Bride. Yes. Yep. So, so this was probably one of the first ones where I was like, oh, okay. So the guy that looks ugly for like, ugly mm-hmm. compared to everybody else in society is actually like the hero and the good guy and we can like him and pity him and want him to succeed and that's okay mm-hmm. because he's a sweetie yeah yeah he's a sweetie very yeah. sweet and gentle mm-hmm. any other overarching thoughts before we get into favorites uh i mean i think we already kind of found an answer while we we're watching the film but we can discuss with the audience uh the fucking gargoyles <laughs> uh we spent a lot of the runtime on this film trying to figure out is he just crazy <laughs> or are these like actual haunted gargoyles yeah. or some shit maybe you're not supposed to know Maybe you can argue about it. I mean, maybe they were throwing an entire whole ass cart off a fucking parapet and we can tell that, no, they are actually fucking interacting with the world around them and doing some fucking zany shit. Yeah. Yeah. So I would argue that they're alive and helping. They yeah. just are choosy. They're choosy about who they show that yeah. they're alive. Also, apparently got time this, travelers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They've got the spirit of Notre Dame in them. Yeah. So, but I remember that being a question as a kid. I'm like, are they actually like, you know live gargoyles mm-hmm. but or is it just quasimodo has been alone for so much of his life that he's desperate to have any type of friends and he either has to make them or he has to make them up mm-hmm. so that was probably my question i remember having that in my head a couple of times yeah honestly it's just the more that you talk about and think about it, it's just a baffling movie it's a beautiful movie yeah but it's i think a baffling movie. yes yeah on on many levels yeah. Okay, so uh, favorite things. Is anybody itching to start? I have mine. But... Oh, I thought that was your favorite thing. What? No, that was just one of the things he wanted to talk about. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh yeah, sure, no, no, no. Make I... sure we pointed that out on this episode. Yeah, no, that is nowhere near my favorite thing. Okay. Uh, my favorite thing, It's it was a tiny moment, but it, I can still picture it so crisply and vividly in my mind. Uh, when Esmeralda was walking along behind a row of candles. Yeah. There was wax dripping down one of the candles, and it was so fucking beautifully animated, just handcrafted. It, it tiny little moment, and it just resonated mm-hmm. with me. I know exactly the scene you're talking about. Yep, yeah, exactly. And the artistry in the movie is beautiful. Yeah. So that's that's my favorite thing. Is oh, it's okay. just stunningly beautiful to look at. Um, yeah. Like one part when uh, Quasimodo's up in the uh, up in the bell tower and stuff, and you've got the, the rays of light. Oh yeah. Uh, shining yeah. through just. Uh, I actually remember you asked, hey, did they, like, retouch this? No, I mean, I remember those details when I watched it as a kid. Yeah. It just shots of the sky and stuff that that just, there was, like, just airy clouds and the colors. Mm -hmm. It was just, um, any of the overhead shots of the cathedral or of the city City. itself. Yeah. Just the details. The sunset and the sunrises. Yeah. Just really pretty. Yep. My favorite thing was the music. I've, yeah. I even though again the freaking rape song creeps me out. Oh yeah, but yep. the music is still good. <laughs> so, um, so I, 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 I would wager that even if some people who hadn't seen the movie have probably heard the music, 
So if not like the instrumental stuff, like at least for the opening and things like that, it probably will sound familiar to a lot of people. I think that's getting increasingly unlikely as time goes on. Because again, this film was not particularly well favored. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, maybe not so much with like... I want to say newer generations. <laughs> but probably like our generations and older, you could probably play it. And like, I mean, I think it's still a. I mean, sure. Our, our generation and a little bit older, like maybe Gen X and late Boomer, will recognize them yeah. because it's a fucking Disney movie and everyone flocked to see it at some point. Mm. It's like there comes a certain point where it doesn't matter whether or not the music is actually good. You're going to fucking recognize it just based on how many people went to see it. Well, and I think as far as like how it was composed and everything, I think they did a brilliant job of like, again, a lot of times in movies, it's not so much what's being like said or what the characters look like. It's just the fucking music. Like Jaws is a great Mm -hmm. example Mm -hmm. of that. (laughs) I'm not actually, sharks are really cool, but you play that fucking music to me in a theater. I could (laughs) could be, there's water nowhere around me and I'm just going to be like lifting my legs up a little bit. (laughs) And just for the audience, sake just to be clear i do agree that the music is stunning i'm just i'm just presenting that little tiny quibble that it's like yeah no this everyone went to see this movie it doesn't necessarily decide whether or not there's memorable things in it it's we've, just we've actually done that like noel and i actually sat down and found youtube videos where they're just like hey we're gonna play you these songs let's see if you can pick them out from like the, if you know which disney movies mm. we got them from so we knew a good many quite a few and then there were ones that stumped us and a few of them that we should have known that we thought oh yeah we love that movie and they fucking stomped us yeah well and also like the ones that we didn't know it made sense we didn't see the movie like i didn't see bear or brother bear oh yeah no i never yeah. saw that one. i didn't see that one i and actually there was spirit i think was a horse one I didn't see i've that seen one. Yeah, that spirit. wasn't disney though oh. it, it wrecked me i cannot watch that movie that one was dreamworks was dreamworks also did they do the uh sinbad one also I think, uh, yes. I love Sinbad, actually. I never actually, saw I don't remember if that one was Sinbad or... There was another animation studio at the time that shuttered their doors very shortly after. Was that the one who did um, Prince of Egypt and stuff? No, that was DreamWorks. Oh, oh that's right. Okay, actually, yeah. that, now that you say that. Yeah, it's, it's really weird. There was this one studio that existed for just a narrow window of time. I think maybe five or six years. They released, I think, three or four movies, most of which did okay. And then they were gone, mm. like that, ghosts in the night. Yeah, that that period of time is kind of when the uh, um, traditionally animated movies were really struggling. Yeah. People were like, "Oh, that's done with." Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny though. I, I was re- raised in a secular household, um, but man, I always loved the Prince of Egypt. Like mm. the Bible, it's got some good fucking stories. It's got great man. stories <laughs> in it. There's a reason the Bible is still so popular with yeah. people. Many reasons, but one of them being it's got really good stories yeah. in it. And so. it's like the, the lessons taught in the Bible are, in general, aren't necessarily bad. You know, there's some use to it. But uh, yeah, it's a good movie and good music. Um, music is great. What's that song? Um, Unfortunately, I'm not going to be so useful for this because I didn't really get into Prince of Egypt mm. because my ass was pampered watching Ten Commandments. Ah. Mm. Uh, Jeff Goldblum does one of the voices. Oh, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> I forget his character's name. It's not a big voice, but he's in no. it. Um, is that there something miracles? You can't achieve something. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. I always, um, the really priest song. song, the evil priests. Yeah. Their song was when like. When you believe. 
Yeah. Sung yeah. by uh, Mariah Carey and Whitney Houston. Yes. yes. Yeah, they, did, they didn't do the version in the movie. They did the credits version of the song. But it's still a really good song. Yeah. Um, and I actually really love that movie. And I saw, I liked the other one with Joseph and his coat. I was, I didn't see that one so much as a child. I watched it later as an adult. It's not as good as Prince, Prince um, of Egypt. It, just, is, it is still good though. It's a, it's a really good movie, but Prince of Egypt is just. of Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat? No, I am not. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, what the fuck? Yeah, you, yeah, it's, you are. It's, it is... it, well, Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat is the name of the musical. Oh. And no, this is technically different, but it is the same story. Okay, wait. So what's this movie called? Um, oh jo- just Joseph and the Dreamcoat? I thought so. I don't know. No, you looking? I'm Google machine. Trying. Uh, Joseph King of Dreams. King oh, of Dreams. Okay, that's what it is. But yeah, it's the same story, but it's called something else. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. It's the only direct video production by DreamWorks Animation. Um, so yeah, no, that was not, in fact, a good movie. Um, mm. when I the enjoyed film... it. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, the review said it could have been very good, but the story. Storytelling was clunky at best. Mm. Hmm. Well, I had fun with it. Also, Joseph's kind of a dick, but he, he kind is. Of, yeah. He's he's very much a dick. Yeah. <laughs> but that's kind of the point of the yeah, movie. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, that's kind that's of part point. of the story. So yeah, spoiled also, brat. Like, take it's, this. It's also kind of ridiculous how many children his dad has. Yeah. Well, um, well, if we put that on the list, we'll get into that. Yeah. And then also like <laughs> so like. He's a grown ass man and he leaves, and then his dad has another son who's like a yeah. grown ass man who shows up. How old is your dad, met. dude? Yeah. <laughs> like, because like his brothers, his older brothers were also all like grown ass men but to be when fair, he was born. But again, this time period, people were having kids a lot younger. Yeah, true. So... And also, I guess, like, I, I know there's people in the Bible who like lived for like 900 years. So according to the Bible, was, yes. yes. Well, yes, according to the Bible. <laughs> not, not for real, <laughs> but in the pretend world that the Bible. It, it, but yeah, it takes place in. Oh the, boy, the you look puzzled Bible over there. Ex- extended universe. No, looks puzzled over there. What a fucking weird movie. What Joseph, King of Dreams? Yeah. Now I think we have to add it to the list just so <laughs> no. Noel can watch this movie because he's so confused. It's only seventy-four minutes long. It's barely a movie. <laughs> Jesus, it's Christ. beyond a tight ninety. That's a tight seventy-four. Yeah. <laughs> this. But yeah, favorite huh? thing for me was music. Are we able to move on to least favorite things? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pretend I wasn't just reading about Joseph King of Dreams. Oh, <laughs> fuck. All right. Well, least favorite things. Ellie, I think you should choose it as one of your movies. <laughs> I will choose it as one of my movies. <laughs> Only if you choose Prince of Egypt. I really want to watch that again. Okay. You can throw Prince of Egypt on mine. Yay! You won't have to worry about it for what a couple of years uh, <laughs> four years and incidentally it's actually kind of funny your next open spot is 133 your next open spot is 135 so they're gonna be almost back to back sweet yes points uh, for me and Bran. thanks oh, sure i'll give the two of you points whatever hey and then i'll add the sound after that because that'll be funny that way <laughs> Okay. No, I'll give you a point for being a good sport. Yes. No, no, no. I'm not accepting that point because we need to actually have a vague sense of quote unquote competition in the stupid. Okay, thing. I give myself a point. There you, you can't go. do that either. I Ellie? give I give Bran a point. Thank you, Ellie. Bing. Now she's in the lead. Yay! Mm-hmm. And you did last. not plan this well. <laughs> anyway, all right. So now you that we're done playing the, lead, the point but game, you rejected the point. Mm-hmm. How would I have been in the lead? We were tied last time. I don't know. It's arbitrary anyway, so. Yeah. Points absolutely matter. Anyway, uh, who wants to go first? You for... started with favorite things. Why don't you start with least favorite things? 
Uh, there are probably many of them. I, I need I you to choose. First. Okay, yes, that works please, too. Yes, because I have too many to choose from. Mm. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, what's the place called? The something, something of miracles. The Court, Court of, of miracles. miracles. Court of miracles. So they get down to the Court of Miracles, and they get all tied up, and they aren't given any opportunity to explain themselves until Esmeralda comes to save the day. And I just, I thought that that was a bit rude, and not exactly. Yeah, I, I just. Doesn't make them particularly, you know, sympathetic. To be fair, no. I understand why the captain of the guard, they probably would not give the captain of the guard a chance to speak. And yeah. then Quasi, I think, this is another thing that kept tripping me up. People would, like, some people didn't know Quasi and didn't understand that he was just a mysterious bell tower ringer person. Mm. But, you know, when he shows up and they're like, oh my God, it's the bell tower ringer guy. Yeah. And I'm like, so do we know who Quasi is? And yeah. that's why you're not letting him speak? Because well, everybody just assumes that he's with the, the Frollo guy? Yeah, well, what's his name? Cl- Clopon? The, yeah. Um, Clopon? Uh, the he, Fool? Yeah. yeah. The Fool? He, uh, he had been telling about him in the story. So, yeah, like, but... some people know about him. But, yeah, anyway, just the fact that they covered their mouths and, um, I mean, it did lead to the funny moment where uh, he's like, oh, well, why didn't you say so? And they're like, oh, we, we did. did. <laughs> you gagged us. Yeah. Or the funny bit where they're just like, <laughs> and he's like, oh, that's what they all say. Right. And so it did lead to some funny bits, but at the same time, it seemed slightly unrealistic that they would. There were so many know. things about this that are unrealistic. Well, yeah. But... <laughs> Actually, I'll, I'll also go ahead and say that out of all of the songs in that movie, that one was probably my favorite. There were a lot where I was just like, oh, please hurry the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. But that that one was fun. And I was yeah. like, okay, this feels more Disney. He's yeah. actually probably my favorite character in the no, entire he's fucking a very thing. Good character. That and Achilles. Yes. <laughs> Sit. Achilles, heal. <laughs> and yep. now I don't believe any of us have read the original novel, so I don't know no. if the horse was named Achilles in the novel. If he oh. was not named Achilles in the novel, he was hundred percent named Achilles just, just for that for joke. Just for that joke. <laughs> yes, I agree with that. Are you good, Null, or do I need to go? Gargoyles. The gargoyles. We didn't like them. I fucking hate them. Oh. I love Jason it's Alexander. Jason Alexander is great. He does not belong in a, what, fucking 17th century, 18th century fucking French novel. <laughs> um, Hunchback. Pour the wine and cut the cheese. When was that written? Um, written 1833, so 19th century. I'm sorry. It does not belong in that story. It didn't know. He, I'm sorry. He's he's fantastic. If you want to cast him as Clopon, fine. It's going to drastically <laughs> change the tone of that character. But I don't know fine. if he can hit that note at the end for Notre Dame, but hey, if probably he can, not. He doesn't more seem power like he to can him. Sing. It wasn't that bad, but he was just mainly sing speaking a lot of his stuff. So. Exactly. I think that's because he can't really sing. Uh, anyway, st- uh, hey, I can't sing either, so I can't <laughs> judge that much. Takes one to know one, right? Exactly. <laughs> but it's like. They would have been fine characters if you took them and stuck them in functionally any other Disney film. But this this one took itself extremely seriously. Seriously, yeah. I'd say about 85% of the time. It's a pretty dark movie. The, the tonal hot swapping back and forth between goofy bullshit and deathly serious functionally ruins it for me. I mean, for me, again, because I always wondered if they were really just characters in Quasi's mind instead of being actual real talking gargoyles that were doing things for him, Mm -hmm. like, that made it easier. So it's just Quasi's conscience and, like, the thoughts in his head that keep going back and forth and 
things like that bopping around in there. But he's got no one to talk to, so. Sure, and that's that's great. But they were basically playing out an episode of Seinfeld in the background while... Your comedy relief. It's like the Three Stooges. We've already got a few instances of a comedy relief that, you know, already fit in better. Mm. Like the goat. The goat, the goat is the hilarious. horse. Almost everything that Phoebus does and says other than, you know, rescuing a family and nearly dying. Yeah. Uh, there's a ton of comic relief already safely stashed in there. The gargoyles not only were not particularly funny, but they also were disrupting the sense of... I'm trying to think of the right word. I do wonder what it would be like if you lay, if you were to just go through and systematically kind of cut the gargoyle scenes out. Would the movie still work? Or at least trim them. Yeah. Yeah, or, or alter it where it's harder to tell whether or not they are in his head or what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, like if they're not bopping around moving all the time, if they are more or less st- stuck in one place and yeah. sort of leaning around corners. And uh, instead of having their own voices, maybe just have Quasimodo's voice but like in different tones. Yeah. Yeah. Make exactly. it fun. Um, it would just, it would just come down to, I guess they would have had to make a choice. Like yeah. maybe they already had a clear choice and I'm just the one that's misinterpreting. Yeah. Or but, it could just be that some, that's something kids enjoy a lot more than adults watching a children's movie. Right. I, I, do, I, I do think that again, since a lot Disney at the time was very aware that people were probably going to be bringing kids to this movie, but it was still kind of dark. Rated G. <laughs> yeah. And that, but it was still fairly dark for a quote unquote kids movie. Like you need to have that kind of comic relief. You yeah. need to have something there to keep the kids interested in it. Sure. Is what they're but, thinking but i feel like that's dumbing things down for the sake of children and yeah. children are very good at keeping up with stories if your stories are good mm-hmm. i'm gonna present another film from disney right actually almost the exact same kind of cinematic era of theirs that completely cuts down any argument anyone can possibly offer in favor of the fucking gargoyles okay atlantis the lost empire i love that movie exactly it's it's a fucking phenomenal film and it is funny as shit. The characters in there can be serious. You can have very serious characters and very serious lines and very serious backstories. But on the flip side, they can be funny as shit. Mm-hmm. You can have funny elements and great comedic relief. To be fair, at least one of those characters was a professional comedian. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Um, but I would also say maybe the reason they had him in there, apart from trying to appeal to younger audiences, was that you wanted to get more of Quasi's interpretation and what his world is like. That's, that's so this, I think, I'll, I'll grant you that. That's, I think, the only decent reason is get other people in the room. They did actually a similar change for the movie Coraline. Yeah. Um, there's a character in there, um, YB, not in the original book. Mm-hmm. At all. Is that the boy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that like y- stalks her basically, right? At the beginning yeah. of the movie? She perceives him as a stalker. He's just trying to make a friend. Mm. That's it. Um, and by the end of the movie, they are in fact friends. Yeah. But by the end of the movie, he also initially thinks that she's completely insane. And he is kind of freaked out by her and saying, okay, maybe I don't want to be your friend. Yeah. Um, but either way, they added him to the movie because initially there's large stretches at the beginning of the film where Coraline doesn't have anyone else to really talk to. So all of her great thoughts would just be lost on the audience. Mm -hmm. Right, for sure. You you would have to leave a lot up to interpretation there. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, Least favorite thing is kind of hard. Again, there are a lot of things that I don't like about this movie. Um, I think it was 
probably like the glaring like Paris is burning because some girl said no to a guy <laughs> yeah and he couldn't take it and now all these people have to suffer and all this shit is happening and it's it's just one of those things that I tend to struggle with every now and then where I'm like really we can't I don't know I think that's part of my brain just doesn't like it for some reason where yeah. I was just like mm-hmm. suspension of disbelief is still technically there yeah but you're pushing it I think I can give it a tiny bit of wiggle room only because there weren't a lot of movies at that time yeah that were outright saying hey it's fucked up that a man can just throw his entire ego and pride at the wall and tear the wall down for it yeah um well and also there are inst- like Troy Troy is a famous story. A lot of people say that Troy mm. fell mainly because of a woman. Yeah. So, like, it's not something that I haven't seen or heard plenty of times. I think it's just one of the ones where maybe I didn't think it was done quite as well. Mm-hmm. So it's bothering me. But I'm having a hard time articulating why, and that's frustrating me. So I'm. it would probably be one of those things where I'd have to, like, <laughs> I'd have to sit through it again and be like, oh, Jesus, <laughs> put myself through this shit again. Yeah. So, yeah. Unfortunately, because of the gargoyles, I will not be sitting there with you. That's okay. That's okay. Um, I think that's just the most glaring thing that kind of stuck out to me where I was just like, Jesus Christ, like all three of these guys <laughs> have issues with this with this woman. And like maybe one is slightly healthy as far as relationship prospects. And even still, like, I don't know. It was just one of, the, just one of those things my brain is still having trouble with. Yeah. So yeah, not that it hasn't done been done plenty of other times in other romance stories. So, yeah. All right, should we move on to the third question? Oh, I know Noel's been waiting for this one because he's got a very special die for me to roll today. Yes. So can we agree that Hunchback of Notre Dame, regardless of the fucking gargoyles, <laughs> is a very large epic-based film? Yeah. Yeah. So to those ends, I've got a very large... Fuck off, huge, probably kill a person sized D20 that we can't even roll it on the table. I it will at, damage things on the table. It's about the size of a tennis ball. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we actually have to roll it on the floor. I'll try to remember to post a picture of this thing to the Twitter, and I'll have Bran toss a picture on the Insta if mm. she can be, you know, stirred Bothered. to do so. <laughs> um so if you hear some clunking around while I roll this well, Here's thing. hoping you do. <laughs> so cup and shake. To, My hands are too small <laughs> to it barely holds and it. shake this. I have little baby hands, though, okay? So it's maybe not a fair comparison. But here we go. Meow. Eh, what is that, 12? 12. <laughs> okay, and question number 12. <laughs> well, we already know the answer to this thing about the film that will haunt you the longest oh geez <laughs> stupid freaking rape song <sighs> yeah rapey frollo uh as much as i'm whining about the gargoyles rapey frollo yeah, yeah. just yeah. man angry because woman is attractive and so obviously it's her fault that he has a boner now like he's never had one before and yeah also- that is that is a little bit weird like you've never okay come on you've really never seen an attractive woman before. and felt a certain type of I way mean, uh, the story takes place in the 1700s, yeah, I believe. I'm sure there were pretty women back then. <laughs> Perhaps, but I've I mean, in, in, maybe in not fairness, shaved as much, you know. In, in, I was going to say, in fairness, 17th century Paris with a man that clearly doesn't get boners very often, <laughs> if ever, 
I can absolutely believe that there's never been a woman that's made him experience a stirring of the loins. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he's I used got to, a very particular type. I used to think that. Um, I used to think that that guy was like an evil priest, actually, because of the way he yeah. was thought so too. Because of the way he was dressed. Yeah. Like it looked like he's wearing a fancy robe and a weird hat. I don't know what to call it. Yeah. So I was like, oh my god, it's an evil priest. Yeah, and the um religion was clearly was such a big part of yeah. the law there as well yep. at that time yeah for sure but and don't get me wrong i understand that for like either during the time or the thought like having impure thoughts and things like mm. that but now looking back on it i'm like you're not really like in the church like that you're not a priest no. who at the time would probably be forbidden from like getting married if that were depending on your rank yeah so like you know i'm sure at some point during your youth whenever the hell that was because yeah. we don't see that right like Thank this would have happened <laughs> this would have happened and someone would have told you something about it so <laughs> yeah but yeah that that would be the thing that will haunt me forever yeah it already has haunted me for like you know, a good 20 years. And you know, it's oh, frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. It's frustrating to think about though, because there are still plenty of guys who feel like it's a woman's fault. You know, when, when a guy gets turned on because of them, yeah, yeah. some things never change. She's wearing short shorts. Oh my God. Oh. Spaghetti straps. What? Yeah. She's doing a sexy dance on a pole. Oh, that oh my God. I get to either rape her or kill her. Yeah. What the Touch hell? The bolt cutters. Yep. Yeah. Ugh. Some things never change. Sad. Anyway, any other thoughts? I don't think so. Want to move on to shameless plugs? Yeah. All righty. Let's do it then. All right. So right out of the gate, let me go ahead and mention, hey, if you aren't thrilled with the way that we actually never really talked about the Roma outside of the opening. Yeah, um, yeah go figure. <laughs> it, did, it really didn't come never up. Never really came up. No, I'm kind uh, of the only one that fucked it up because I used the wrong word in the summaries. Yeah. So yeah, apologies for that. Uh, and to be clear, when I described what we're not calling Roma... I said that we're not calling you guys that, so I'm I'm off I'm off your uh, chopping block too there. But if you still want to complain, uh, send complaints or praise to lscpod at gmail.com. or suggestions, movie suggestions, questions. That's nice too. Yeah, and you can also reach Noel at the Twitter, which is at lscpod. I'm sometimes on there, very occasionally. You also have your own Twitters, right? Oh yeah, uh, mine is at mxm Noel. Mine's at Brannigan Star. I also supposedly run the instagram which is at Longshot club and uh ellie doesn't really involve herself in any of this so no. uh, i mean you can pretend that i'm ellie and uh just send dick pics don't do that and also <laughs> don't, do that. Uh, don't touch yourself like that that's oh come on guys no i said don't touch yourself like that yeah you're really being a frollo right now yeah that's not cool <laughs> you guys also have another podcast yeah tell us about it uh it's your turn i did it last time did you I thought I did. Okay. Well, our other show is Midtown Mythos. It's an actual play role-playing podcast. Uh, Null and I, for our first uh, three seasons, we played a game he created called Midtown Mythos. But for our fourth season, we're doing something a little bit different. Ooh. Null combined two games he didn't create into one game. Ooh. Uh, two games called Heart and Troika. And I think we've started that fourth season by the time you're hearing this. I don't remember when uh, this comes out. It or... comes out on uh, Jul- uh, July. It comes out April Fool's Day. Oh. Ah. Uh, so uh, season four will be debuting probably next week. Ooh. Probably. Probably. We're still trying on, to hammer that out. Depends on how good I am about editing. Have you been good about editing I at all? I sure haven't. <laughs> <laughs> 
Womp, womp, womp. <laughs> okay, so uh, we'll, we'll be debuting that in June. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be debuting that eventually. <laughs> <laughs> and we need a hint for next time. Okay, all right. Well, I guess I can mention I'm so hungry. Oh, God. Creepy. Yeah. <laughs>